Welcome to the God Focus Podcast. And today we're talking music and not just music in general. We're talking hymns. So hang with us here because I, I, I don't know if any of you were ever had the opportunity to go to church or be raised in a church where you would sit in the pews and everyone had the, these little books or big, they were big, thick books um, filled with music and they had the musical notes written in there and, uh, you know, and and the minister would say, open to hymn number 122. And everyone just kind of knew what to do. And they started singing. And I, I grew up with that um, uh, every Sunday. We just, it was just what we did. It was, it was all hymns. And recent time, like when we raised our son in church, there weren't that many hymns anymore. Like it's something that, um, you know, it depends on where you go to church, obviously. But um, we're going to discuss this today. And to start us off, um, MJ, go for it. All right. Yeah, hymns and hers. Yeah, we're going to do both. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Stick to my day job. Don't get into comedy there, MJ. Okay. So, yes, it, it's, oh, music is such a big part of just praising the Lord. And that's, the, you know, that's the thing we do in these, this thing called church, you know. So, one of the ones that Bill and I, um, Catfish Billy here, and I really like, because uh, we all said, here's here's our hymn that we're going to talk about today. And of course, Bill and I picked the right the right one, the best one. You know, uh, we picked one that sung to us the most over the years. And that's How Great Thou Art. Uh, How Great Thou Art was written in 19, or 18, 1885 was when that was written by Carl uh, Borberg in Sweden. And, you know, it's it's a hymn that when you listen to it, it just grabs you from all different, all different angles uh, for myself. And I know many people I've talked to about the song because uh, it's just one of those. Uh, in fact, I think uh, when people rate hymns from over the centuries, um uh, amazing grace is usually number one in in most uh polls and then number two is how great thou art so um it's it's one that has a crescendo you know i love the fact that as the song builds and i used to be in the band so i know what a crescendo is and have the song just build it as all almighty amount of uh praise towards the end um it, that's one thing i love about the song um it, it it just basically my music background i i love the fact that there's all different uh types of angles you can take on this song um you know as i'll re i'll read some of the words from it you know it just starts off with uh oh lord my god in awesome Angie wonder, no, awesome wonder, <laughs> and it gets into how great he is, how he built all the worlds with his hands, uh, and then when you hear the rolling thunder, um, the re reason Carl brings this up is that he was walking home from church in Sweden when this storm had just cropped up out of nowhere. And it would look like it was going to just engulf him and the people he was walking with towards his home. 
uh, on that Sunday morning. And sure enough, it just all of a sudden went away. And by the time he got home and looked back out into the bay, he lived in a part of Sweden that has a bay. He, he noticed that how beautiful everything looked. And he just goes, you know, my God, my Savior, how great thou art, you know. And then he gets into the, the fact that, you know, God uh, and his son, um, you know, he spared us. And he died on that sacrifice cross. And all these different lyrics, every time the way they're sung, it just, it gets into my soul. It gets into my heart. And especially when they get down towards the end of the song where, you know, Christ shall come with shout of acclamation. And every time they say that um, and sing that, it just, oh, it fills me, it fills me up. And it even says that and it takes me home and the joy filled in my heart. I'm so humbled by this pro, um, pro um, that this has been proclaimed. So anyways, those are some of the words. And it's just, it's a song that um, when I was in a business many years ago, we would do Sunday morning um programs because everybody who flew in from out of state didn't have a church to go to. So we made our own church and um, we would always have people within the company that had the ability to sing, to go ahead and go up and sing. And this one gal, I remember her, she was amazing at this song. And I always liked if we ever got a chance to hear her over the years, because she had such a beautiful voice that uh, uh, it just would make my make my morning that it, she would sing this song. And I watched YouTube here this week, and I watched Carrie Underwood sing the song, both uh, with one that has all the lyrics in it, and it's, you know, a nice video that has all the lyrics there and has nice pictures, but her voice is so pure. And then I saw one with her, with Vince Gill, uh, a, um, an amazing guitarist, uh, play this together on, on a stage in front of a bunch of country music um, legends. Uh, Elvis Presley, of course, has, has done this song and has done a really good job of it. And then if you ever heard of Alan Jackson, he's a country singer. Uh, he does a, a rendition of it that's amazing. So... That's my take on the song. Bill, you had some some thoughts on um, this particular song. So why don't you talk about uh, how great thou art and what it done for you? Sure. Um, hello, everybody. How's it going today? We're uh, talking about how great thou art. I tell you what, every time I would hear that song in church, my I could just feel like the Holy Spirit fill me up and uh i mean just the lyrics and the words and uh i i just i just loved everything about that song i mean it's really the words that they're singing that empower us and that song is uh, has always just given me uh great joy every time i hear it because you know how great thou art i mean Man, our God is great. He is absolutely awesome. And uh, so is Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And uh, I just, uh, everything resonates about that song. And 
uh, just gave me great joy when I was younger and growing. And even to this day, when I hear it, uh, it still gives me great joy. I just love that hymn and uh, feel empowered and um, thinking, yeah, my God is great. He is absolutely freaking awesome. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just, uh, uh, I'm kind of speechless right now because I'm just thinking, man, that song is great. So if you're ever down in the dumps and feeling bad, just just play that song, How Great Thou Art, mm -hmm. and uh, you'll get empowered. So, And then I guess uh, the other song that I really like, too, always has been Amazing Grace. And uh, those are really the two songs in my life that when I would go to church, I'm like, are they going to sing it today? <laughs> mm -hmm. I always was like, yeah, they're going to sing it today. Yay. And I uh, just love uh, the flow and the melody and the words of those two songs. So that's all I got, Mike. Yeah, no, I, I agree, William. And it just Amazing Grace was written in uh, 1774. And uh, right around the revolution, right around the time that the revolution was brewing here in the United States. And it was uh, a guy who was on a slave ship, um, Newton. Uh, Newton was on a slave ship and he just looked at all the different challenges of what was going on in the world at that time. And he had lost uh, his family in a uh, shipwrecked. Uh, a ship had sunk with his family on it and you know he was just torn apart about what had happened and this song came out of him and you know it, it's just so amazing uh you know reading through the uh the lyrics here i pulled them up on my on my screen here you know uh, through all the uh, dangers and toils and snares I have already come. This grace has, has brought me safe from far and he will lead me home. You know, uh, it's, it's just an amazing piece of um, beautiful uh, scripture and in uh, love written together in a song format. I mean, it was a, a, it was a poem in the beginning and then put the music. So, but uh, yeah, it will lift your soul. And that's, you know, those two songs, they both, as soon as you start hearing some of the words, you know, they'll just get right in there and lift you no matter how sad you're feeling. Um, I believe it'll, it, it will bring you back to where you really should be. And that's with just loving God. So there you go. That's our take on those two. So go awesome. ahead. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, Yolanda, are you with us? Hymns are so powerful, and I, and I hope everyone that hears this has an opportunity to look up some hymns themselves and and you know find out why they're so powerful because because they are. Um, can't you can't get by without realizing how powerful these hymns are. Um, so the one that I'm going to talk about is His Eyes on the Sparrow first. And um, that hymn, written in 1905, here's some scriptures that goes along with this particular hymn. 
Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. That's from Matthew 29. Look at the birds of the air, for they are neither they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into farms. Yet our heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Also, Matthew 26. And then consider the ravens. That's in Luke 12.6. And then do not fear. You are of more value than many sparrows. And that's in Luke uh, verse 7. His eye is on the sparrow. Why should I feel why should the amazing when you start to research you know what is a hymn and what what are what hymns are out there and where did they come from and all this stuff i mean it's it is a fascinating topic to really dig in and you know why is it that you know it, it's interesting like it 
our, our, I, I didn't get to finish my research. Like, are people still writing hymns? Like, what's the exact definition of a hymn? And, you know, the, what boils down for me with a hymn from what I'm, the research that I did is a hymn has a repeating syllable structure, whereas anything that's not a hymn does not have a repeating syllable structure. And when you study hymns, and if anyone has any other, other information here, let me know, but hymns have um, like a rhythm to them. So like an 8787 rhythm or a 7777 rhythm. Like, so I, I had to look up, like one of my favorite songs is Jesus Loves Me, uh, this I know for the Bible tells me so. It, you know, is that a hymn? And it is. I looked it up. Um, because that's my one of my favorite songs. It's so simple. Um, but it's rhythmic. And if you if you count out the syllables, Jesus loves me, this I know. That's seven syllables. And if you keep going through the whole song, it it it's seven syllables, seven syllables. It repeats every line is seven syllables. The refrain is only six syllables, but that's the refrain. Um so it's seven, it's a seven, 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 seven hymn with a refrain, I think is how they classify it. So it's just fascinating, like in the whole world of music and uh, just what motivates people. And, um, you know, like someone on the call here mentioned poetry. It, it is like poetry. That's like, it's rhythmic. There's a meter to it. And, um, and, you know, and then you put the melody to it and, and, and you tie it into God's word and scripture and it just becomes so powerful and music's powerful anyway. Our bodies are 70% water at least. And anytime you have music, that's vibration. And that goes literally cellular level when you hear music, um, it's affecting your body on, on a very physical, visceral level, let alone the lyrics and the words. And then the rhythm, like the whole tribal aspect of music, um, there's a tribal aspect to it. Like people love to gather and commune around music. Like people, that's why we have concerts. People love to get together and just and, and grind to that beat and like just everyone, you know, just that unified experience. And that it's that rhythm. Um, there's so much depth to it. It's really fascinating. Um, anyone else have any other thoughts before we wrap this up? No, it's just, yeah, it's such a praise. It, it's such a praise. So Yolanda, thanks for uh, go, go <laughs> being in a car and uh, taking the time to be with us today. I can hear you trying to um, finish up. So go ahead, finish up. Oh, now, now we lost you. It can, uh, I think you're yeah. in a bad cell zone. Yeah. Well, yeah. while you're trying to regroup there, Yolanda, um, another aspect is the horizontal versus vertical, um, which I thought was interesting. And maybe, maybe MJ knows a little more about this on it from a musical standpoint, but, um, a horizontal, a, a vertical is when we're praising Jesus specific or God specifically. We're praising God specifically um, in the actual song versus a horizontal praise and worship where, where we're more so 
singing about, you know, the, all the great things God has done for us and love and peace and like all, all the things that he provides for us, that's horizontal. So there's different depths and directions in the music based on the lyrics too. Um, and, and there's so much more. I'm just touching the, like barely dropping a few crumbs here. So hopefully this discussion today got you interested to really dive in and, you know, maybe even rediscover and, and, you know, you can look up everything on Google and YouTube and, you know, and just really revisit some of the old hymns. Maybe you grew up with, um, you can even suggest to your church and just say, Hey, I haven't heard this in a while. Um, music's a powerful way that we can worship God. Um, it's a powerful way that people worship lots of things. Um, we as Christians choose to use our music to worship God. That's what makes um, music Christian. Because, um, you know, you can worship. That's a whole other topic. Well, uh, <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Yolanda, you got anything? Are you in a better zone? No, I think she's, yeah, she's driving. Let's just let it go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so hymns are powerful. Oh, go for it, Yolanda. Yeah, so... We're really having a hard time hearing you, Yolanda. Yeah, let's just wrap it up. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, Yolanda. I, I really wish we could hear what you're saying. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. But, yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, listen to some good hymns this week, everybody. Anyone else have any last things to jump in with? I think we got it. Praising, praising, praising. So here we go. Yeah, stay God focused, everyone. So in your music, notice <laughs> what direction are you focusing in your music? Are you God focused in the music you're listening to? If not, um, look up some good hymns to help you stay God focused. It's it's just another great tool to put in your arsenal. Um, listen to a good hymn, a good hymn. And thank you all for sharing on this call today, MJ, Catfish, Billy, Yolanda. And all God's children said, Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing, 
If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.